What is up, everybody? Welcome to Naki One on Per Usual. usual. <laughs> Hello there. Wait, wait. Yo, mama's so ugly. She's the reason Sonic runs so fast. <laughs> Do you know who Sonic is? Sonic the Hedgehog? No. Oh my goodness, this joke is not funny for you. No, I don't even like this joke. Even if I knew what it means. That's that's because you didn't grow up in the States. I mean... (laughs) Sonic the Hedgehog, the Hedgehog, the blue thing, where it like spins so fast, he runs like super fast. No. Doesn't ring a bell. (laughs) How was your day? It was busy. Busy? I know. Yeah. Going back to work, it's definitely not fun. Not fun or exciting at the same time? It's exciting, but I feel it's stressful. Especially, you know, for me, it's like I have to change the way I do things. So for me, it's definitely more stressful. I don't feel as much excitement as I was hoping to feel. But but it's good to see people that I haven't seen in a long time. So that makes me happy. Yeah. I think it's an adjustment. Because we're so used to being at home all the time and we have literally not worn pants for like three months. No, at this point, going back, wearing some jeans is probably part of a a culture shock to us because it's changed. It's a complete different change now. Again, it is. So, can you tell everyone, when did you move to U.S.? Was it like when you were younger, right? When you were like a child, in a very young age? My story is so crazy of like, just moving. (laughs) I feel like I've moved every year or two. I probably came to the States when I was four years old, I think. And we ended up in Houston, Texas. Then I moved from there to like Kentucky. I was in Ohio. I was in Chicago. I was in California, New York. Wow, I didn't know you moved that much. Yeah. Why did you guys move so much? Like, you were just I don't know. My parents, they were studying. Okay. Yeah. I and see. Yeah. Do you remember living in those places? Do you have like any memories? Oh, yeah. I totally was incomplete. And this is going to be like a great segue into our our topic today. But it's um, when I was younger, when I first moved to the States... Mind you, I had come from Korea. Literally, all I see is Korean people. And there's a bunch of, like, Asians normally for me. And then when I came to the States, I went to Houston, Texas, and everybody was foreign to me. Literally everyone. And I was crying my eyes out. And you didn't know any English at that point, right? Because you were little, right? not at all. I was, like, four years old. Uh nothing I knew zip and I was sitting there in class crying in my in preschool and 
it came nap time, I remember this, I couldn't sleep because I was like still crying. I don't know what happened. I was just like, who are these people? I can't communicate. I mean, I was four. I barely probably, I don't even know what I was really thinking. I was just, all I remember was I was just crying. And I was just like sitting next to the teacher until my mom came to pick me up. And somehow I ended up, you know, becoming me now. Yeah, but majority of your time is spent in California, right? So that's where you went to high school or no? Did you go to high school in California? Or so what? I ended up, yeah, so our family ended up moving back to Korea while I was in elementary school. Um, what was it? I moved. I left when I was like in third grade. And then I skipped, I ended up skipping a grade and I went to fifth grade in Korea. And then from there, I moved back to the States in sophomore year, no, junior year, after sophomore year. So there has been a lot of different shocks in my life, just coming from being in Korea and then going to the States and being in the States and then going back to Korea and then coming back. There's a lot of different changes in my life that I feel like I don't know even what and how to really put them together I'm it's almost like meshed all together mm -hmm. I mean I don't know like what where have you been and did you ever feel because we're both immigrants right but I moved here when I was 18 then I was born in Ukraine so I didn't know what to expect because I moved from a small city in Ukraine to New York but I knew it was a beautiful city. It was unusual. I feel, I feel like if you've lived in one country for that long, like coming to a completely different country and set of roles and upbringings of children who are raised here, that would kind of be a culture shock. But I feel maybe for you, you're just more excited at that point to have left your country and right. finally coming to a place where dreams happen. That was, yeah. I think, everyone's goal to come to the States. Yeah, you wanted to feel like you, like deep inside my heart, I knew like I don't belong in my country. And I think I realized that as soon as I moved to New York, like after two years of being in New York, because I felt so much more accepted here than I was back home. Hmm. Even experiencing all the different things that I haven't experienced, that just gave me a different perspective of, of what it means to be free in general. Because growing up, I always felt like you're being judged, you're being watched. And I, I was a free spirit growing up, so I always wanted to do things the way I want to do them. So moving here gave me that opportunity to, to do those things and just express myself. So you're the wild child. Yeah, in some sense. Yeah, I'm definitely was more, I don't know, even what, what the word. You're more was. curious, like you're more adventurous. You're curious. You yes. want to try new things. I mean, even if when we go out to eat and... You have no idea what it is. You'll still try it. 
Like I can give you like a cow's balls somehow and you'll still try it. I would never eat spiders or like, I don't know, like any like exotic foods. Like I think that's for me, like, unless I don't know what it is and you mix it like in a salad or something. Yeah. <laughs> then that's how it. I will feed it to you. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, like I don't see myself going and like trying something like that. No. Box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't bring them close to me <laughs> I'll just bring you some rats from New York native but just kind of like talking about general experience right the things that were different my first experience was when I moved to US I knew a little bit of English and the first thing that we did we were like okay we need to go to ESL school and learn English or improve our English so I think the first thing that shocked me the most that we had a teacher and the teacher just introduced himself like he said my name is team you can call me team and I was like that's so weird like back home we would never use someone's first name and it's almost felt like he was more like a friend mm-hmm is that um sorry did you say that was college here or no that was like ESL classes yeah I mean that's actually a big one even in Asian cultures like you don't just call them by their name like your utmost respect comes from like how you you know call the teacher and it's always like you know professor something or like miss something mr something even I mean, even for us in Korea, I mean, but all, but also I think in high school in the States, you don't, you still say miss this, miss that. You don't call them by their first name. I think maybe in college, some professors are okay with it and they'll just say, just call me by whatever, like John, but yeah, it depends on the teacher. Right. So, Yeah. But it was great. I feel like relationship is a little bit different because even like back home, like if I had to approach my teacher, it's almost like you have to be very polite and you know how you have to introduce yourself? I was so scared deep inside because I'm like, my English is not that great yet. (laughs) I mean, that's more the reason why they're probably making you do it in the first place. Probably, yeah. But, but yeah, that's, that's pretty common. I feel like in the States where you, you get asked questions and you have to answer them and you're like, okay, let's get to know everybody. You're, it's supposed to be more of a friendly environment. So it makes sense. So maybe that's what it is. I felt like this is one more, like you said, friendly environment and back home, I felt it was more strict. Mm -hmm. I understand. I feel like, yeah, that probably limits some things between like the teacher and student relationship they like put like a pretty solid wall yeah okay I mean I kind of had a similar odd experience I would say when I went back to Korea after living in the states for until I don't know third grade or so I remember like going to school because I still went to an international school in Korea I didn't go to a Korean Korean school so while I was commuting to 
school, which took me like hour and a half to get to. I don't know what my parents were thinking. They like sent me off on the train for like an hour and a half one way. So it took me like three hours commute to get back home to and from, you know, school. But some of our friends would take the train uh, together. And then while we're in the train, we're obviously speaking English because we that's all we know to speak now. And these elderly people would stare at us and yell at us and say, you're Korean, you need to speak Korean. And it's almost like, I guess it's almost like they are the ones who are in culture shock. But we were like, why is it such a big deal? We're, we're American. I mean, we're not American American, but we're just speaking English. We, that's all we know to speak right now. I mean, I mean, some of us, at least not everybody's like that, but it was so weird. They just weren't accepting of non-Korean people or like English speaking people. Now it's not completely different. It's a completely new, everybody is super open and everything is in English. But back then, even if it was, we still have a different generation gap where they don't really understand it. And it's like very rare at the time to see a foreigner. And if you are, you're from the base, like you live in America, American military base and you go to school there or something. But nowadays it's not like that at all. So, I mean, that, that was like one of my experiences when I went back to Korea. Yeah. No. Yes. I mean, no, I haven't had that, but I, what I have noticed people back home, I don't know what it is. Like being in New York, it almost felt like I was just hearing, sorry, excuse me, you know, thank you so many times. And I was trying to listen and see if people are saying those things back home. Like if I can hear them, but they like don't, a, you know, outside. <laughs> and I, you know what? No, they actually don't. I didn't feel like, people in my country or in my city were polite enough like I almost felt like they're not saying excuse me like they just push you I mean you have the same thing in New York happen like you have some people who will just not say Mm -hmm. anything I yeah I understand that I think it's pretty similar in in Korea too they don't really tend to say sorry much they just kind of like bump you and they just go they nod they're like (laughs) like yeah Nod? Like, yeah. What do you mean nod? Or sometimes they look yeah, at you. They just like... look and they just go. Or they don't even look back. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, whatever. I mean, it's also because it in Korea, it's so heavily populated and condensed, like condensed that you don't really care for it. Like, it doesn't matter. It's almost like, oh, it happened, whatever. But it's not like to that point where it upsets anybody to maybe, I don't know, maybe it does to some people, but it's not to that point where you're like sitting there, like, you know, throwing a fit about why you didn't say sorry. Is it because people just ignore things because they used to it? I think right it's now? more like, of a, yeah, yeah. I think it's more of like a, I'm not going to waste my breath. Like they know why this happened. <laughs> I know why it happened. Like, let's just move on. There's no point. Or like, I mean, a lot of people are good about keeping their distance though. So that's like, thing where if you go in certain countries like they're just not (laughs) 
there is no personal space. Like New York, it's a bit hard to do that too, technically. Yeah. Like yeah, even sure. when I came like from Korea back to, so when I moved from Korea to California, that was probably my junior year in high school. And it was like a complete change from where I was too. Like you can't walk everywhere. You have to drive everywhere. You have so much land. I mean, people are like super friendly. Like it's to a fault sometimes. It's like, are you okay? Why are you being so nice? <laughs> and uh, I mean, even if people do seem friendly, sometimes it's, I don't honestly think that that's the case. Like they'll just say, oh, hi, hi, how are you? And then they just don't even expect an answer. They just say, how are you? And they move on. Oh my God. Can yeah. I say something about that? Oh my goodness. If I think back, it was <laughs> so I'm just thinking about me when I just moved. I got this job at the front desk and I would hear a lot like, what's up? Or like, how you doing? I was like, what am I supposed to say to that? <laughs> For me, like, especially like what's up phrase. I was like, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to answer? <laughs> you just like look up. <laughs> Like, I literally just Google it because I was like, what am oh, I supposed to say? Yeah. There's definitely the and, lingo. Yeah, so that was the first the first thing I learned, actually. Um, what's up? Like, that was the thing I learned to say. And that was, I was saying it every day, every, <laughs> like, to my even family. I was going home and saying, what's up? <laughs> so cool you are. I was, yeah, I was picking up on <laughs> cool slang. <laughs> but what was funny that... After like some time, I finally like realized that I don't have to really answer. Like that was just not like I should not stress over it. Why won't you <laughs> answer? Smile. That's mean. No, it's because I felt like they didn't even expect me to answer because they said what's up and then just kept talking. Like you know, so <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. So for what I mean, like for them, it just meant hello, and I was trying to figure out what I should answer them, but. You don't want to like start telling them how you like, how was your day, and you, you know, how you feel. Because <laughs> I was already like nervous being at work and speaking English all day. That was already stressful for me. And I'm like, now I have to worry about explaining how I feel. Like, <laughs> I don't think I want to go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's definitely those things are my culture shock. Yes. Oh, the, there's a big one that I need to say. Um, from coming from California to New York, one of the bigger culture shocks that I've had was that I couldn't easily find a bathroom. <laughs> I always need to know where the bathroom is. This is so weird of me, but like in my head, I have to know where it is. It's almost like an exit route. Like, like if I went to a movie theater, I need to know where the exit is. Like, I need to know. Uh, I like to sit on the edge for, for that matter. And I need to know where the exit is. So bathrooms are one of those. So any area and city or wherever I go, I tend to scope out the bathrooms first. Like if I go to like some kind of restaurant or like, some you know like 
hotel lobby bar like building somewhere like i would probably look for the bathroom first what if they don't have a bathroom if they don't then i have to find the nearest bathroom (laughs) would you like leave the place and go find a bathroom close by and then go back to that place like oh you you mean just to know in my head for peace of mind i think i yeah usually if you're walking into a building or like if you're walking into something you are assuming that there's a restroom nearby you always assume that i feel like i have to (laughs) yeah but that might be not a case so what do you do then if it's not there then i have to find it somehow (laughs) and i have to hope that i don't have to use the bathroom Nature calls, man. (laughs) But I think it's easier in terms of like, you know what places have the bathroom. So even if you go somewhere where they don't have bathroom, you already know where you can go next if you need to use a bathroom. Like, you know, the nearest place that has and always has a bathroom. Yes. Like if I go to Soho, then I know Bloomingdale's has a restroom. Like, I know Uniqlo has a restroom. Like, you know certain spots and places where they have public restrooms. Otherwise, like, I've literally gone in to... Where did I go? Like, to a cafe once. I had to buy a drink to go to the restroom because they won't let you use the bathroom. Like, dude, I gotta go. For customers only. Everywhere. Customers only. Oh, there's another thing. Speaking of like cafes and restaurants, no refills. It's weird. They always give you drinks by a can. And usually if you go to a restaurant in California, there's always like free refills. But here they don't have refills. For the same price? Probably even more. You pay more here. For a can, like and two fifty three dollars for a can of like Diet Coke, and it's like <laughs> no refill. They don't even give you ice. They just give you a straw, and like they just like pop open. The... <laughs> I don't know. How was it back in um, Korea? Oh, Korea's even worse. Actually, Korea's cans are like skinny cans. Probably like eight ounces. <laughs> the portions in Korea are like tiny. No wonder people are so tiny there, right? But like out here in America, everything's like crazy big. I think that was one of my other culture shocks coming from Korea to the States. I was like, why is everything so much bigger? Like if you go to McDonald's or like get like a big, big Mac meal or the, um, super sizes if you go to like 7-eleven you get slurpees or like whatever it is it's big gulps they're huge they're like 24 ounces of pure sugar yeah that that wasn't a thing for me like i haven't noticed what in terms of like eating food what i for me was a shock that People go out here a lot. Lunch, go out. Dinner, go out. Or order food. Mm. Ordering food. Like, growing up, 
I'm the only time I would go to the restaurant if it was like a birthday party or I don't know some kind of like celebration graduation or something we were celebrating something it wasn't like a daily thing not even a weekend thing so we wouldn't go out we would cook everything at home so for me moving here and like seeing people oh I'm just gonna go out to eat I was like what do you mean I brought my own lunch like don't you cook at home Like, there's a difference yes. when there's space and you have a kitchen. Most places in New York, their apartments are tiny. Well, that was the yeah. talk. Tiny, expensive. Having windows is a is like a big bonus, apparently. And like to be able to fit like a full size bed, they're like full size bed with huge windows, but the window is like <laughs> a little. <laughs> bank tellers like a little door and it's like closet space forget about it they don't even have closets and then they turn everything into flex um flex meaning like just they don't they cut up the living room into like a extra flex space of a bedroom so it turns into a two bedroom instead of one Oh, I've seen bathtubs in the kitchen. What? I think there was one Chinatown or Upper East Side. One of those two, like some really weird places in the apartment. You walk in and it's a kitchen. But in the kitchen is the bathtub. And then you kitchen and then you're going straight to the bathroom. But that bathroom has a sink that was like uh airplane sink like it was so tiny i'm like how am i gonna wash my face here (laughs) wait did you leave in the no no absolutely not i was wondering why it was so cheap so we got there and it was just not good like the and then you know the ones that are like railroad style homes have you heard of those Oh, yeah, yeah, I did, like, yeah. That's like you go into the kitchen, you pass through the bedroom to get to the other bedroom. Like, I've seen people live like that, like roommates that live like that. And like all the way to the end is where the bathroom is. So you got to cut through all of those rooms like a railroad. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Like one two three bedroom and then the bathroom is at the way end and you got to pass through everybody else's room like so you know what's funny talking about apartments um it just reminded me something that so i moved from living in a big house back home to apartment in brooklyn and i remember and then I came to visit you, and you were living in the city at the time, and you were renting um, a room. And Where? Soho? No. Midtown? No. Was it Soho? So my Soho. No, it was, a, it was Midtown. It was Midtown. It was That Midtown. one is probably my biggest house in the city. No, maybe house, but the room No, itself, biggest room. Know. Was it the Soho apartment then? I don't. I remember the when I walked in, and all I see 
your room could only fit your bed and there was no space for anything yeah, else. Yeah, that's Soho. Oh, wait, like, you forgot to mention oh. it's also six-story walk-up. Oh, yeah. You see, I already forgot about that part. So that was an issue for me, actually, because I used to live in the apartment back home before we moved to the house, and we lived on the fifth floor. So sometimes I would take the stairs. So that wasn't something that I was not used to. So taking the stairs was like a normal thing for me. But the room itself, like I never seen such a small room and it was like a king size bed. What kind of size bed did you no, have? Like king size or queen full size? size? No, it was no, pretty big. It's a full size. It's just really <laughs> high up because there's no storage. So I have to stuff yeah, everything below. Yeah, and then she had a storage under yeah, me. <laughs> that's why. I was like, how do you climb on I that still bed? have the bed. <laughs> I still have storage yeah. under I'm using right now. Oh my goodness. It's insane. But you have so much more space in your room. It's not the same thing. Like your bed is still, you know, a big bed, but you have like a space around. Wait, why it. do you keep calling it a big bed? It's a full size. Uh, well, because <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a twin size then? Mine's full size too. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I call it big. Maybe because it's, it's, it's almost in my head. It looks it's tall. Well, yeah, it was tall. That's true. Maybe that's why it looks so big. That's what I'm saying. I I walked in and I saw this huge bed because it was so tall. Maybe yeah. Yeah. But it was full size. I still have to jump Anyways, up to my bed. <laughs> but that was my. I was like, do you live in this room? Like that's all you get? Just this tiny room? <laughs> hmm. I think that I that was like by far the best neighborhood that I've lived in though. Like out of New York. It was so easy to get to to and from work. I mean, you got all the shops right downstairs. I mean, every it's it's quiet at nighttime because all the shops are closed. There's nobody walking around really as much. So it's very residential. Um but yeah. But you get so much more space right now in Queens. Don't you like your apartment in Queens? Yeah. But I don't you still miss the city. I don't get the food that I want to eat. I don't get what else? <laughs> the food. <laughs> the food. And the food. Okay, all about food guys. And the food. <laughs> and oh, did I mention the food? Yes, that's my culture uh, shock. We have to go eat. We have to go out to eat. But there's so there's so many restaurants to go to and eat. And honestly, my apartment doesn't didn't have any kitchen space. You walk in and it's like dinky. I can't even remember the kitchen in. Yeah, that because apartment. when you walk in, it is the kitchen. And then my my couch barely fit. I had to ask my neighbor to open their door for my couch to come in like it wasn't angled the way it did like the way the door was it was more like a a triangle so it was in in order for my my um couch to come in we had to ask our neighbor to open their door and it was i got them a little rosé afterwards i felt bad um yeah because my first i think my first apartment here in brooklyn 
I had space for like a table, for my full size bed, for I don't know, there was some other furniture in the same room. And it was still and and in addition to all of that, I still had like a lot of space for me like dancing and you know, just kind of like mm-hmm. <laughs> fooling around. <laughs> so it was such a big room. So seeing my room and then going to to your place and seeing your room. I was like, I don't know how you can live here. Like, that's that's nonsense to me. And then the cost was just... <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'm not paying that much for this little space. Not happening. Again, neighborhood. You're paying for the neighborhood and convenience. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. You tell me that all the time. <laughs> Something else that I'm thinking about, like shopping online was for me also very strange and unusual because like I never ordered anything online when I was living back home I never had a credit card till I moved here so but that didn't I don't think that came around until later here either like when we were back in our you know countries I don't think that was like a a feature there was no such thing as online shopping really I mean it was very primitive yeah I think beginning maybe no but then it picked up later Mm -hmm. on so but I was afraid to like can I just put my home address and credit card information online is someone gonna steal my information is someone gonna order from my card is someone gonna see it but I was just like everyone does it like the girl who, who was working with me at the time she She's like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just order. It will come here to the office. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I was so freaking out. Like, I really wanted to order it. But then I was just like, I was just afraid to use my credit card. But that's, that's what just... happens. What you <laughs> what are, people your, information. Yeah. <laughs> what you fear does really happen all the time. So be careful, everybody. <laughs> I don't know if it ever happened to me. No one's trying maybe, to. Maybe, maybe. Uh, let me see. Here. Let me think about. It. I don't. I don't remember anything. I remember there was something that my bank sent me like notification. Are you shopping in a different city? And I said no, I'm not. But I don't think I actually got it charged on my card. I think bank just notified me that someone was trying to use my you know information in a different city or my credit card information or something so i think i got pretty lucky not having like a charge on my card and then that i didn't recognize so but now it's like a thing i do all the time oh shopping sure my credit card sure take my money <laughs> my social yes please <laughs> my passport yes <laughs> anything you like <laughs> just send me my things <laughs> right away yeah find your life away <laughs> give me the money um yeah <laughs> and especially the during the pandemic i was ordering all the groceries home I was like, oh, it's so nice. I don't have to go food shopping. Everything can come to my house. Like, I'd never done it, but it felt so good to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just like the convenience of being able to access everything without leaving your apartment. You just need Wi-Fi 
<laughs> and computer or your phone and you're good to go and a credit card of course mm-hmm. <laughs> man are you thinking about anything anything only people who really like vietnamese food <laughs> this is me going back to some food stuff again would understand this but in california we call it spring rolls when it's wrapped in the rice paper mm-hmm. and you got like the shrimp like the noodles and all that but here they call it like summer rolls and it's not the same thing summer rolls was i think um spring roll and then egg roll that's california term summer roll here and oh my god i can't remember so the when you call it spring roll in california if you want that same thing you got to order summer roll here and it always oh, confuses really me know. all the time yeah, because you got used to one thing in California. Yeah, and they're like, what's spring roll? <laughs> I never had summer roll or spring roll. So for me, that was... <laughs> I just got used to New York version of summer roll or spring roll. Yeah, summer roll, like kind of- right? You know it as summer roll. Yeah. yeah. But but that's not right, man. It's spring <laughs> roll. That was a major, major shock for me. Yeah, you know a lot about food, so if anyone has a question about food, please. No, if it, if there's any good restaurants that I should try with good spring <laughs> oh, yeah. rolls, please tell me. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I want some spring rolls. Oh my goodness, I really want some pho. Oh my goodness, this girl, she like makes the best pho, even better than restaurant pho. Is she here or in California? She's here. She's mm-hmm. here, New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you can you give her a call? <laughs> Are we coming it over? It takes her like forty eight <laughs> hours to make it. I don't know. It takes so long. Uh, she has time. We don't Today's know that. Tuesday. <laughs> but I will ask her one of these days. <laughs> yeah, we got tested. We are uh, COVID negative. Wait, I'm still waiting for my results. Oh, yeah, you don't know. That's true. That's right. But yes. I'm back in New York. That's another thing. This is my episode. Oh, yeah, yes. in New York. Welcome Thanks, back. Man. Glad to be back ish. We're happy to have you here. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but if you guys have any other culture shocks for those of you who have you know, migrated over to New York or the States somewhere or anywhere, really. We'd love to hear about your types of culture shock that you've experienced. Yeah. If it's like, if we're just talking crazy or if it's making sense to you, we'd like to hear about that too. You know, what was the other thing. It's the pharmacy thing. I don't know how in California, California, I can't remember. Like, I went to California, but I don't remember. Did we ever go? I think the same thing, right? Pharmacies in California exactly the same as in New York, right? 
Yeah, so that was the thing for me too. I was like, how can you go to a pharmacy and buy coffee? Or how can you go to a pharmacy and buy like any like groceries? There's, it's just nonsense to me because in back home, pharmacy you can only buy medication. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I first time walked into the pharmacy, I was like, what is this place? This is not a pharmacy. <laughs> this is supermarket. So it didn't click in my head that this is what they call pharmacy here. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally buy so many things in this pharmacy, not just medication. <laughs> but we don't have that back home. Mm-hmm. Like even now when I went back, we have this huge mall and it has like this special entrance on the side to a pharmacy and then a different entrance to a supermarket. So they still kind of like divided, even though they're in the same building. Mm. And the other thing I have to mention, just because our last episode was about dating and now I'm thinking about dating. So again, when I was, I don't know, I probably started dating when I was 15, when I was back home and when the guys invite you on a date, they usually will bring you flowers. Oh, fancy. Yeah, so you always get a flower, like a, a rose or, you know, you know, it's usually roses. They will bring you some flowers and then you will go out to eat or just hang out. I don't do, I don't, know. I don't remember what we were doing at that time. Talking. <laughs> Who knows? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but here, when I went on a date, I remember my first day in New York City, I'm like, where's my flowers? <laughs> this dude forgot to buy me flowers. <laughs> and I, I was like, I couldn't get over it. Like, I was mad. You're and so funny. Flowers. <laughs> Major culture shock. Literally, I was just... I couldn't get over it. It was just something that I was expecting. Like it was like, you have to, like, there's no way he didn't bring me flowers. Well, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) But but now it's different. I have to say. Maybe for a change, you can give them flowers. (laughs) Maybe I should start doing that. Just wanted to, you know, continue the tradition of flower giving during first dates. But it's not even a thing back home now. Like, you you, you don't really bring flowers anymore. Hmm. You do eventually. Like, if you like a girl, then you bring her flowers. But at the beginning, you just kind of get to know her. But here, even if they like you, they don't bring you flowers. <laughs> it's still, it's still you. You're still holding flowers. that grudge. No, I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm already like, no, it's not going to happen. At least I know it's not going to happen on the first date. Forever. <laughs> or maybe ever, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of everything I guess we can think of, right? Mm-hmm. That um, was a lot. And like you I know. Like if anyone has anything to add, that would be nice to hear. And everyone has different experience and different expectations when they move to New York or even when they're visiting New York or any any city in the U.S. So maybe they can share what things they found were like shocking um, to them and let us know. Please. But 
yeah thanks everyone for listening and we'll catch you on our next episode yes we're out <laughs>